Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. Should all acquaintance be New Year's? Should New Year's Eve? Should all? It's almost New Year's Eve. And all acquaintance be? It's the last episode of the year, so we're doing like a New Year's oh. Eve special. We forgot and come. I have never known the words to that it's, song. It should all because it's all blank sign. Acquaintance be forgot and. Come, never never go away <laughs> it's time for, for new year's blessings new year's new year's new year's day should all <laughs> thanks for listening to rose buddies it's a podcast where we talk about the bachelor and it's about to be a podcast where we talk about the bachelor and not uh japanese reality shows or... i've been thinking we should well we should standardize our intro maybe because i feel like all the... don't... okay you're right sing old lang sign every time <laughs> no matter what we're all the professional podcasts have like a very sharp introduction mm, and you're saying we don't have one well of those. i think we should we should focus on on the reality love show Okay, but a love show does sound like love, <laughs> like when you're on Bourbon Street and you see signs for love acts, and you think, I would love to see two people, two youngsters, like fresh reality in love, dating, reality dating mm-hmm. competition or reality dating programming. Terrace House was on competition programming, I could get behind. Okay. A love cast. I just, I, oh, I don't want to hem us in too much. Yeah, you're right. A, a a podcast about love TV or Bachelor and Bachelor inspired products. I don't think Terrace House was inspired by Bachelor. No, at that's all. true. Unless it was inspired as such. Hey, let's not do anything that they do on this this wild, wet and wild American television show. Yeah. Um, we are. This is our last episode of the year, and I just can't get the audio levels right, and I'm really sorry about that. How's that? That seems like that seems oh, that seems like it might be better. Um, we are going to talk about all of the lovely ladies that are going to be vying for the heart of Mr. Nicholas Vial. Nicholas Sherman Vial the <laughs> third. I asked Griffin, I said, surely we don't want to speak about all 30 women. And he said, oh, yes, we do. Uh, and we should try and limit it to two minutes per woman. And some of these women aren't even going to need the two minutes. My, I'm Jamie, and I'm a... There actually is a Jamie. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm a Jamie, and I'm um, a legal person. I say that, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, so what? You go through files all day? What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is The Notebook. Okay, next. That was like, what, 20 seconds? For, okay. for fictionalized okay. Jamie. That seems doable. Um, but I think, yeah, we just dive in. And if we need to, like, fill in the gaps for some of the women, for some of the data that was not provided, because I'm all about hard data. I'm working with Nate Silver over at 538. We're going to crunch the numbers and gang. We're going to get it fucking right this time. Um, we're going to talk about all 30 of these ladies. Yes. Uh, so we are pulling this information. ABC has a website where they list out all cast members uh, with a headshot. And then they're asked to complete a survey where they indicate some of their interests so we can get to know them. Um, we have done an episode like this in the past, but in those past episodes, we both kind of pour over the list. I have not looked at the list of women yeah. at all. Rachel knows everything about this list of women. I know absolutely nothing, and I'm so excited to meet these women for the first time. Now, hopefully, we can provide some some tips for you if you are uh, going to participate in a fantasy league this year. Maybe we can, maybe we can yeah, help you out. Yeah, I, I picked out some of my favorites. Um, I'm, I guess I'm going to go at this sight unseen, right? Unless you want to flash a, a headshot at me each time. Oh, I didn't write anything about their appearance this time. Oh, okay, great. Uh, should we talk about Nicholas Vial first? Nicholas Sherman Vial? Um, I mean, I feel like we've talked about him a lot. Born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. This milk, this milk-fed beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Does not say that. This curly-haired milk-fed beauty. This, this mop-top. This beautiful milk-fed mop-top boy. His <laughs> name is Nicholas Sherman Vial. 
And he... Is it really Sherman? Fucking, I don't... How am I supposed to know okay, that? Okay, I like that. Uh, he was born September 29th, 1980. 36-year-old man on the television show. Uh, so that's very exciting. And he does sell software, and he's an executive at it. He's been on four different products in the Bachelor verse, uh, Season 10 and 11 of The Bachelorette. Uh, and that was for uh, Andy Dorfman and Caitlin Bristow, respectively. He was the runner-up for both of those women. Both women were like, I like this guy a lot. He's got a lot of potential, but not all the potential. Maybe he's lacking in potential compared to, well, neither of those relationships ended. Well, I guess Caitlin's still with Sean. Are they still together? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, you said four products, though. Are you counting this one as the fourth? Yes. Okay. I'm looking at this Wikipedia page for Bachelor Nation Wikia. Uh, he was also in season three of Bachelor in Paradise, which we talked about earlier this year. And this was sort of his redemption arc because he was kind of a, I would say, kind of a ding dong. Yeah. So he, the guys on his seasons never liked him. Um, he always had beef with the guys. And then when he came back for the After the Final Rose, he made Andy seem, um, or he didn't make her seem anything, but he tried to suggest that she was inappropriate for sleeping with him if she was not going to choose him. This milk-fed beauty, he really let me down in that moment. Wait, where is he from? You keep saying Milwaukee. Okay, that sounds right then. Yeah, milk-fed seems appropriate. Um, this milk fed beauty really let me down in that after the final roast. It was one of the grosser things I've maybe seen on this show. Yeah. And then the very next season of The Bachelorette, uh, Caitlin rolls up and he just on the first episode pops his head and like, hey, 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 do you mind if I just uh do you mind if I just poke my head in here and participate and almost win this whole season? Is and, that okay? And he was part of what became an uncomfortable moment, uh, because him and Caitlin broke the traditional gentleman's agreement of fantasy suite not a gentlemanly agreement no, i would say at all I, I, well okay so they they had intercourse prior to reaching the fantasy suite uh, and, and the, it wasn't he, he what he did was kind of gross in andy's after the final rose thing the, this was like the show being gross because all of a sudden yeah. that season just became about yeah because the two of them were both just like hey we we they were, were in really ireland the it. fucking cranberries were playing yeah. they were like i can't not fuck they, you the cranberries are right there they had a great dinner and some wine but and then they, it became a and whole they thing. made a decision and then the show tried to shame them for it so this boy's just gotten into a lot of hot scrapes because of his dalliances and he <laughs> And he's very wise. On Bachelor in Paradise, he became kind of the sage of like, let me yes, tell you that, how to find love That on was TV. what I was alluding to earlier. This yeah. season of Bachelor in Paradise, he was fucking great. He was really, really good. And it was sort of his, I think it's, we talked about it then, like he's getting a good edit and the edit is so good. Maybe he's being set up to be the next Bachelor and Bob's your uncle. Here we are. Um, so... He's going to be The Bachelor in this new season. Uh, there's We've seen a few promos, and it looks like just sort of your basic drama is going to happen. Some of those promos make him sound like a fuck robot, and that's a weird sort of angle for them to take. Yeah. His, his arc seems to be that he is incredibly desirable to all women. Yeah, I guess. I mean, th- these two women certainly found him very de- three including jen um found him pretty desirable which i always th- felt like he had kind of a little brother quality like kind maybe a scamp, like a like milk maybe, fed scamp like, <laughs> like maybe your best friend has like a kind of attractive younger brother and and you would be like hey yeah your brother's kind of good looking hmm. but that that would be about it like i want to make him a sandwich more than i want to sleep with him i don't know i think he's a sexy dude yeah yeah, he's got sort of that J Tim's kind of that milk fed, milk like a milk fed J Tim's. <laughs> no, I could see that. You know what I mean? Uh huh. No, I get it. He looks. Um, I mean, I'm looking at a picture right now, and it's just like got milk. I mean, he's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely, he's definitely worked on that body. He's worked on that body so hard. He's got the the bachelor abs now. He's got the the yeah. That comes with Chris Harrison has an intensive CrossFit regimen that he puts you through. I hope it's Cody. You remember, didn't, who? Oh, Cody. Who did Cody work out? Cody worked out probably Ben, right? Or Chris. Probably worked out Chris. It was Chris. Got Chris that hard, hard. Now, that's a that was a corn-fed body, and you can see the difference. 
<laughs> you can see the difference. Um, what about Ben? What was Ben fed by? Ben was fed... Um, reject he rejected women and sustained himself solely on that just sort of like a ego like axe, ego vampire axe grease axe grease yeah mm-hmm. axe body spray he ate it for food for fuel <laughs> uh can we can we talk about these ladies now yes i'm gonna load up pictures of them as you read it okay uh I, I don't want to be i'm not gonna do like a hot or not dot com assessment rate my teacher give him a kids, little chili pepper do the kids today know about hot or not Probably not. That was something gross that your parents did. <laughs> did you do Rate My Professor? Uh, it existed, but I think I was already out of college. I used Rate My Professor in like my freshman year of going into college because I wanted to know like who the real hard asses were. Oh, not the, not who the the sexy. No. Okay. I didn't give a shit. About, I wasn't gonna. I, thought you, I wasn't gonna make love to my professor. I thought you made your schedule by chili peppers. No, I'm saying that was an <laughs> aspect of it. I would go by like how much homework they would give out, and if it was like seven or above, I'd be like, no thanks. Oh, Griffin. I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I was a freshman. That's when I almost lost my scholarship. I didn't do so good my freshman year. Okay. Maybe if I'd gone with some of those, some of those chili pepper teachers, they would have really grinded me down. Or worked harder. Or maybe. worked maybe a little bit harder. <laughs> Are we going by alphabetical order? Yes. Exciting. Let's dip in. Okay. So Alexis. Starting with Alexis. Twenty three from Secaucus, New York. This milk fed beauty, York, New Jersey. <laughs> Griffin, see, you're going to spoil it. This, this isn't going to work. No, no, no. I'm not looking. I'm not laughing okay. at that. I'm laughing because I'm going to literally refer to every human being <laughs> that we talk about today as a milk-fed beauty. Okay. Um, okay. So, Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, this is where we start into the dolphin belt. Um, <laughs> is New Jersey on the dolphin belt? No, but I'm going to go through a bevy of ladies that are all dolphin enthusiasts. Okay. You know how in the, there's like the breadbasket of the U.S., like all those states in the middle, yes, and you put them course. together, and it and looks like... And the rust like, belt. Well, no, no, but the, the breadbasket states, if you put them all together north to south, it looks like a little gnome standing there with like a funny hat. I never knew that. Yeah, the state's like right perfectly in the middle. I think going down to Louisiana is like the boot of the gnome. Um, I think New Jersey is shaped like a dolphin. And maybe it combines with other states' Voltron style to make a dolphin shape. Okay. I'm looking at this picture of Alexis now. She's with the, I think Nick would... How old is she? 23 years old? 23. So I think Nick would enjoy that very much, that number. Yes. Remind me again, he's 36? 3,300 years old. 3,600 years old. He's. Okay. Have you seen the Mummy movies? No. They're really good. I know that's part of your goof that I've seen them, but I haven't. You haven't seen any of the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz? Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a movie with Brendan Fraser in it. What? Blast from the Past? No. With him and Alicia Alicia, Alicia Silvergate Stone? <laughs> I never saw George at the Jungle. I know he's in that one. Good one. That's a good one, though. Um... I he's one of those people that I see in a movie poster and I think, oh, I don't need to see that. Oh, that's horrible to say about Mr. Brennan Fraser. The Mummy movies are good. The Rock was in one. Hello. The Rock got a spinoff. Hello. Are you in there? McFly. <laughs> We're taking too long. Let's talk okay. about Alexis, though. Uh, so the reason I say that she is a dolphin enthusiast is because she has probably the most creative job title this season. She is a, quote, aspiring dolphin trainer. We're all aspiring dolphin trainers. Hello. <laughs> I know. Yes, that is the truth. Uh, and she gave my favorite survey answer. Which was? Wow, we're starting off strong, huh? I know. She's she's everything and more. Uh, what are you most afraid of? I don't... I, me? Are you asking me personally? I just want to see if you had a guess for what our answer would be. Because... In, sharks? In previous seasons, it's usually like getting diarrhea on the date. Yeah. Right? Her answer was E.T., the alien. The alien... <laughs> I am most afraid of the puppet alien E.T. from the movie. Yes. Holy yes. shit. Yes. That is all time, yes. Alexis. Hello, Alexis. Yes. Hello, Alexis. Hello, Alexis. Welcome to the party. Hello, nurse. Also, she's 23, so that movie was made before her time. So I wonder if she saw it as an adult and thought, whoa. No, thanks. How do people <laughs> like this? How do people like this weird worm-looking dude? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't even like Reese's Pieces anymore. So I'm sorry to start out with my favorite answer. But she's just such a strong, strong character. Okay, you want to keep moving to Angela. Uh, so the reason I, I, I think a lot of women said dolphins. So we move on to Angela, who's twenty six from Greenville, South Carolina. 
There's a question on the survey about what animal would you be? And she answered dolphin. And I think Hmm. just a lot of women think that's a strong answer. Dolphins are smart. They're, you know, they move quickly. Um, It's a good. Oh, I like a dolphin. Don't get me wrong. Like a lot of people, a lot of hubbub, a lot of ink has been spilled by the tabloid press, by the bloids and the blogs talking about dolphins. But they're a great, they're a great, strong, powerful, smart, wonderful, beautiful, sexy animal. Angela also starts what becomes a slew of answers um, regarding if you had to pick a Disney character that you would be. Um, she says Little Mermaid, and yeah. a lot of women say Little Mermaid. What's the what? How does what's the correlation? What's the Venn diagram between that and the dolphin women? There's a lot of connections between dolphins and Little Mermaid. There's there. That's probably some sort of like. What is the dolphin equivalent of furry? And I don't want to get crude here, but I and I don't want to be judgmental at all. I'm genuinely Are curious. Are you saying people that like to dress as dolphins? Yes, that's what I. Well, no, I'm saying like if you if you find if you find like furry animal human hybrids like cool and that's your thing like that's that's cool and that's a furry but like can is it still are you still a furry if you feel that way and your fursona is a dolphin because dolphins don't have fur they have what like blubber they have smooth they have that smooth stuff you're just circling around something that i can't contribute to i'm going somewhere where you cannot come with me but it's it's something we're talking about i feel like is it yeah i think so because you can't be blubberies right so you're saying these women all have in common a love for under the the sea creatures under the sea stuff yeah just kind of like smooth smooth wet okay so you're you're taking it in a different (laughs) you're taking it in a a way well pescatarian is that what that is no (laughs) that's what if they like to eat eat the creatures um she's a model from what greensville south carolina um i think i think I think I mean she's she's all of these women are lovely of lovely young yeah, women. Yeah, that's why I didn't write anything about the pictures. I just didn't see a lot. I just there. think I'm just trying to figure out what Nick likes. Oh well, I mean you can. I, I wrote down some survey questions that I think will be appealing to Nick. Okay, because Nick has indicated that he likes a strong lady. That's true. Let's um, move on. Well, I want to write. So on her survey, yes, Angela said her worst date memory was quote a guy putting down the name as Batman while we waited for a table. So immature, Angela. That rules. I know that's you what don't I deserve thought. that person. That's what I thought. That was fun. Also, you don't know. <laughs> How is that a worst date memory? Yeah, S- somebody did that. Especially if it was your date was with. Sorry. Was your date with Bruce Wayne? Because guess yeah. what, Angela? That is the Batman, and he made a horrible mistake. Yeah. But he's like a billionaire. Uh, so next we have Astrid. She's 26 from Tampa, Florida. She's a plastic surgery office manager. Uh, also likes dolphins and the Little Mermaid. She looks like one of the women from Burning Love, and that's going to really mess me up. Um, uh, what are you most afraid of, Astrid? And she responded, dying alone and just getting old and wrinkly. Well, that's, I mean, one of those is probably going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I just, it made me sad to see, you know, a, a 26-year-old woman already afraid of getting old and wrinkly. And dying alone. Yeah. You got lots of time, Astrid. You got a cool name. Like, a lot of people just say spiders. She just. Yeah, spiders is a good, <laughs> She innocuous. went really deep on that. Um, what do you think her favorite Adam Sandler movie is? This is our first fill-in-the-blank segment. Oh, Oh, it can't be click, right? That's too scary. Uh, wedding singer. Wedding singer seems nice, yeah, because it's a happy. It has a happy ending. Do you have an answer to this? I think it's no. I'm asking you. I think wedding. I think wedding singer is it. This is not one of the provided survey questions. Chris oh. Harrison's like <laughs> not like which which Adam Sandler movie do you like the most? Okay. It can't be click though, right? We have to agree on this. I don't know anyone that has ever seen click. I've you do you've married one oh Griffin. you've married one such man Griffin and why click, did you the see remote that? control breaks and he fast forwards really quickly and he gets old and he dies how's your click bad it's a bad click she would see this and she'd be like no awful awful experience Griffin now we have to put a spoiler warning at the front of this he doesn't podcast. die he's fine okay Christopher Walken comes in and saves him or something it's dumb okay uh plastic surgery office manager is what she does yes uh, want to move on? Please. Uh, Brianna, or Brianna, I'm not sure, we'll find out, uh, is 28 from Salt Lake City, Utah. She's a surgical unit nurse, mm. also likes dolphins and the Little Mermaid. Okay. Uh, what is the most outrageous thing you've ever done? 
Brianna says, move to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty, that's truly, truly, truly outrageous. Whoa, Brianna, slow down. Uh... Yeah, what's it? What to say about Brianna? There's she, nothing. There's nothing to say. Oh man, that's not good. Well, it's well. Yeah, I'm looking through and just like oof. the heat. All right, here's my here's my first pick. My first, um, you know, fantasy lock block. Okay. Pick. Hopefully, uh, her name is Brittany. Hello, she, Brittany. That's a good name. She's 26 from Santa Monica. She's a travel nurse. I don't really know what that means, but I like it. And here's here's what I like about Brittany. She's wearing suspenders in this. No, it looks like she has hoodie straps on her shirt. It's a necklace she's wearing. How inventive. Okay. Brittany's survey. She loves Beyonce. Uh, she's afraid of snakes. Solid. Uh, things like her pet peeves for worst dates are when they are rude to servers or on their phone. I like Brittany. Uh, when she lists the things that she would require... You know, a lot of people say, like, oh, my iPhone and my lip balm. It's a fat dong. She says tennis shoes. Wait. Oh, oh. A require she needs, that she needs, no, not in a loved one. No. I thought she was Griffin. saying what she requires from Nick, and I, that's why I said a fat dong. I know that you said that, and I wanted to pretend like you didn't. Well, we can, we can edit out the whole No, dong, you're not dong going day. to. You love to include stuff like this. <laughs> so things that she needs is her tennis shoes? Yeah, she listed, like, you know, a lot of people say stuff that's, like, really kind of, I don't know, just like, oh, I, I have to have my fake eyelashes. And she's she's like, just like, I need my off-court buddies. She's like, I need my tennis shoes. So I, I think Brittany, I mean, we'll see how it goes night one, but I think Brittany seems like a solid lady and a good fit for our, our boy Nick. Athletic, maybe, with, ten, with tennis shoes. Yeah, travel nurse, there's got to be some stories What's there. What's a travel nurse do? Do they, like, they work on Survivor? I thought maybe it was, like, somebody on, like, cruise ships. Interesting. That's a bad job. I don't know if that's true. Baby, can you imagine a worse job than a cruise ship (laughs) nurse? What's up? You just, they open the door, and you're just like, here's a diarrhea pills. Yeah, exactly. You just have, like, a t-shirt cannon gun full of (laughs) modium, and you're just like, open your mouth, pow, see what sticks. What else could a travel nurse be? I think they work on Survivor. They do some sort of charity stuff, but that's not funny. Charity? Oh, you're saying like go to countries where they would need nurses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there should be know. a travel nurse on every airplane because they don't have diarrhea medicine on airplanes. And we've talked about this and it's important to me. This is my new cause. This is my new nonprofit. <laughs> it's called it's called Clean Skies. Clean Skies. Blue Sky Blue Skies. Uh I like I like um what about uh uh no, I got nothing. No, we'll hit it. We'll find it. Okay. I'll I'll think about it. Skyria. No, no, no Skyria. But it has a one of those red circles, like the Ghostbusters, no sign on it. What about a cum- Cumulus? Hmm. Cloudy with a chance of clean shorts. <laughs> there it is. Griffin. Cloudy with a chance of clean shorts? I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It worked really hard on that. Let's see. And we're going to end it there at 23 minutes. <laughs> Who's next? Okay, uh, Kristen. No, skip it. No, I'm just kidding. She's, she looks fine. Um, Kristen's 25 from Tulsa. She's a wedding videographer. Hey, that's a fun job. I, video, she, I videographed a couple weddings. I feel like she... Uh, here's another prediction. I think she's going to get her own little spot, her own little package at the beginning of episode Interesting. one. Interesting. Well, she got some drama on drama? No, it's no. It's going to be her shooting weddings. and, and I've always wanted my own one of these yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. I film so many of these things, and I want one of these things for me to have. Exactly. Who will film it? I'll, that's the recursive mystery that can never be solved (laughs) uh on her survey uh they asked her if you could break uh any laws uh with no repercussions what would you do murdering she said i would break into the white house and spend months sleeping in a storage closet and observing what actually goes on behind closed doors in the room where it happens for four months i like that she can break any laws and she decides she's going to spend months sleeping in a storage closet (laughs) Oh yeah, what a sweet what a sweet dream that would be. Like, why wouldn't you just pick a bedroom? That's a really that's a that is a honeypot question though on a romantic survey like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there's another good answer I'll give you later. Okay. Um, so that's Kristen. Uh, Corinne is 24 from Miami, Florida. She's a business owner. 
What's her guilty pleasure TV show? Uh, Scandal. A lot of people say Scandal. Bachelor. No. Um, no. Corinne. Dinosaurs. Corinne says Frasier. <laughs> but she's 24. Like, again, she was not alive when Frasier was on, I bet. No. She had to seek that out and just just love it. Just eat a pint of ice cream and watch Frasier. Just see what see what the Crane family's up to. So what's her business? Fill in the blanks. Uh, she doesn't say. It's- no, fill in the blanks. What's her business, babe? I'm supposed to guess? Mm-hmm. Well, she loves Frasier. She loves Frasier. We know this. Her business. Um, she repairs. She makes. She makes. Clothes for dogs. Okay. And she loves Frasier because of that adorable Eddie. Eddie was a fucking nightmare monster dog. That dog was the shittiest, worst dog. You know how Alf ate cats in Alf? Eddie ate cats in Fraser for real though for <laughs> no. for acting energy. Where would where would Eddie even come across a cat? He's in a They had to put dog. Eddie they had to put Eddie I1 down because he was such a shithead and then they got Eddie 2. And Eddie There two were was actually much, multiple Eddies. Yeah, I think. no shit. Yeah. That show ran for 40 years. They went through like three of the old man dad too. Not a lot of people know that. And Kelsey Grammer's twin brother prestige in there at a certain point nobody even knew about it nobody talks about it <laughs> i don't have any good fraser comedy i think the neither Fra- did fraser <laughs> <laughs> okay who next uh, come on uh danielle is 27 also a business owner from los angeles california she repairs fraser dvds that get scratched and broken <laughs> Um, what is your favorite all-time book and why? She said the five languages. Oh, the five <laughs> She says the five languages of love. Interesting. Yeah. I took, have we talked about how I took that dumb, dumb thing because you. Because I asked you to. Made me do it. And we both, we both like, uh, affirmation. Yes. I, we both like affirmation. I, I feel bad because I, one of my highest ones was gifts. I love <laughs> gifts. More than other things that are arguably way more important. But, like, my number two one was gifts with a bullet. The other one was, like... And that was really low on mine. Acts of service was, like, 0%. I act- I actively hate acts of service. That's not I want true. gifts. I want presents and gifts and goodies and sweets and treats. I want a bean cake. <laughs> cookies and donuts and something with no nuts. You're doing a lot of singing on this episode. I'm drinking a Coca-Cola Zero because our baby's not sleeping ever. Our baby's giving us no sleep. And so I'm 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 He has gotten a lot better. He's getting better in the past day. Yes. Yes, we've had we've had a good day. On Christmas Day, he was effectively Krampus, the devil <laughs> Santa. Um, and um so I'm still recovering from his his Krampus fits. Next, we have the next Danielle. So there are two Danielles this season. We just heard about Danielle L. You mean Danielle? Danielle M is 31 from Nashville. She's a neonatal nurse. And she's another pick for me. I think she is going to be a hot pick. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, we have a hot pick in the woman that loved Beyonce in tennis shoes that I was excited about. Well, I, I, I'm not going to sign off on your hot picks. Okay, okay. So I like Brittany, and then the next person I like is uh, Daniel M. And here's the thing: the reason I like her is kind of tacky. Uh, but her fiance passed away. Aww. And I just know this show, and I know how they like to give good stories to people that have suffered tragedies. Yeah, so, that stinks. So I think that she might have uh, a good story. I'll say this. How about these three all-time favorite movies? The Notebook. Okay. Uh, the Sandlot and Ferris Bueller. Yeah, okay, Danielle. Okay, so Danielle M. was asked uh, if you could break any law, which law and why. Here's what she said. I want to punch a kid. This this makes me think that she's a wifey. Oh, okay. To use the gross parlance of the show. Yeah. Uh, Pretty sure that there's a law in Louisiana or Tennessee that states you can't eat ice cream on the sidewalk or something weird like that. I'll break that one. That's so cute. Isn't that like super wifey answer? It is. Uh, And it's also interesting. I didn't know that. I love these weird laws that are like you can't shoot a whale from a helicopter. (laughs) Well, I think that's that's always a law. That's a no, it's not. (laughs) 
You think that's legal in some places? I w- first of all, arrest me. I'm in a helicopter. What are you going to do? Get in your police copter and pull me over? There's nowhere to go. It's the sky. Well, I'll just go up. I'll just go up above you. Eventually, you have to come down, Griffin. Mm-mm. Nobody goes up in a helicopter and stays there. The Bachelor does. <laughs> Forever? Basically, for the span of about two months. He has to come down to get new women. <laughs> but then at, once he comes down and it's been two months, double jeopardy applies. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Uh, next, we have Dominique. Who, Dominique. 25, Los Angeles restaurant server. At a Planet Hollywood. Oh, you think? Yes. I'm right. just I'm just looking at her. She's got a, she's got a very affable smile. Just seems like Planet Hollywood smile. I see restaurant server, and I think she probably wants to be an actress in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, okay, yeah. that's I'm, maybe. Okay, you're gonna like this one. The question is: lunch with three people, alive or dead, and what would you order? Okay. Her three people: my grandfather, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jesus. Excellent! 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 And we'd be eating burritos from Chipotle. You know Jesus would love that. <laughs> Chipotle is also on her list of five things she can't live without. Okay, so, so maybe she's a restaurant server at Chipotle. So my girl Brittany said tennis shoes. Uh, Dominique said Chipotle. I mean, here's the thing. I gotta agree with Dominique I on do like. One. I mean, I do like Chipotle. I'll eat Chipotle. No, yeah. It is essentially one out of every six times I'll be very sick from it. So it is, it is literally Russian roulette. Because um, the burritos are even bullet shaped, but I'm into it, and I think Jesus would love it. I think Jesus and DiCaprio would have a lot to talk about. Her grandpa yeah. would be kind of the third wheel on that day. <laughs> I, I think feel so like. too. Why do you think Jesus and DiCaprio would have a lot to talk about? It's just like nobody liked DiCaprio for a long time, but then they like super did. You know, when did people not like him? You know, he never got that Oscar. He never got that gold trophy. That's true. That's true. Mm. Um, uh, next up. We have Elizabeth, who for this season is going by Liz because there is another Elizabeth. Uh, Liz is 29 from Las Vegas, and she's a doula. Hey, all right. We yeah. had a doula for when we had a baby, and she was wonderful. <laughs> we, we we really do. We like doulas a lot. Um, so here here is... Doulas an- are dope. There's a lot of misinformation about doulas out there. They don't come out there, and they don't like... Fucking pickle your placenta or whatever for you. I know. You. I was really worried. If that- that's your bag, like, cool, whatever. But we were under the impression that, like, they come out and they, like, squeeze the cord blood into, like, a scented candle that you get to keep forever. <laughs> I was really worried the doula would make me do all sorts of new agey stuff I didn't want she to. She did have those drops. She had these herbal weird rose drops that yeah. she gave me because I was very scared, very much afraid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she she knew that I was not a big fan of such things and did not make me do anything I didn't want to do. No, she was good. Okay. So, uh, doula. Okay. So, this is another solid survey question. Hell yeah. Hit. Okay. So, the question is if I never had to blank, I would be very happy. So, the idea is you fill it in with something that you don't like doing. So, like, if I never had to go to the dentist again, I'd be very happy. Oh, that would be mine. One of the women said, if I never had to work, I'd be very happy. Excellent. Okay. Another good one. Liz says, if I never had to kill someone, I would be very happy. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's great, but it's also true, right? Like, I think most people on their deathbed, like, right when they're about to pass from this plane into the next, they think, like, I didn't have to kill anyone. Makes me awesome. wonder what doulas do in Las Vegas that she's like, hey, I've got a few colleagues that did have to kill someone. Well, unfortunately, Double Jeopardy, what happens there can't leave there, so we'll never know. So, Have you seen the movie Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd? Uh, <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, I think I have... Unless I was wrong about Tommy Lee Jones, in which case I have not seen it. Yeah, I don't remember if he was in it. I just remember the Judd. No, Judd Hirsch was the other person in it. Judd Nelson. Yeah, it was just a Judd Judd joint? It was a Judd affair. Okay, uh, next is Elizabeth, 24 from Dallas. She's a marketing manager. Fuck this. I'm going to say Team Liz all the way. Elizabeth, get out of here. No way. I'm trying to keep an open mind, but my girl Liz is going to the top. And Elizabeth, there's just no room for you here in this outfit. So Elizabeth answers a question about her favorite television show okay and and here's the thing and and you may need to google this for me uh so she says game of thrones if i don't want people to judge me and then she says jami private school girl if i don't care jami 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 private school girl 
J-A apostrophe M-I-E. I'm Googling this television program because it sounds amazing. So it sounds like Game of Thrones is what she wants people to think, but secretly she likes this private school girl show. And this, I don't know what it is. This TV show is an Australian comedy series uh, about ja- Jamie High, Jamie King, uh, and uh, it's okay. The six-episode series stars Australian comic and writer Chris Lilly in the title role. Lilly also created, wrote, and starred in Summer Heights High, as well as Angry Boys, in which she played all six main characters. I don't know anything about this. Um, I don't know how she got her hands on it, but apparently it's a it's a big favorite. I guess so. It's like a six-episode series. This is your favorite television show? This is your favorite television show? This six-episode television series is your favorite one? Okay. Well, it seems strange to me that she'd want to hide that. Like, who's going to be like, oh, oh, I've heard of that, and I'm very embarrassed It was produced you. in association with ABC and HBO, so maybe HBO picked it up. I don't know. Okay. Team Liz all the way. Elizabeth, you seem nice. You're from Dallas, Texas. That's great. Very close. Very close quarters. But it's got to be Liz. Uh, next up, we have Haley from Vancouver. She is 23 and a photographer. Uh, when asked if she considered herself a romantic, she said, nope, I'm very passionate and can be intense, but I'm not into making out all the time and being sang to. That doesn't necessarily mean what, okay, that doesn't necessarily mean romantic. We, you you gotta be making out all the time and being sung being to. Being sang to. I hate being sung to. Well, we all hate being sung to, unless you're at the Coldplay play concert and Chris Martin's up there doing his thing for you. Yeah, I just thought that was really like making out all the time too. I just what? Why do? Why are you on this show, ma'am? Because yeah, have you seen the show? That is what they do. Because you're gonna have to make out all the time. And guess what? You're also gonna be sang to, and ninety nine percent of the time it's gonna be bad unless it's the oh, cranberries. Oh my gosh! I hope she goes on one of those dates where somebody's standing right next to you singing. You mean half the dates? Yeah, yeah I think she. I think there's a good oh, that's chance it's gonna be so good. Uh, okay, so. She also says, what type of music do you listen to most often? She says, Cheryl Crow is my girl. So I take back everything negative I said. I said well, she, again, she's 23. How did she dig up Cheryl Crow? Don't say Sorry, dig I up Cheryl say, I Crow. Dig up. That was unfortunate. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised by these young 20-somethings that have knowledge of, of things before well, their millennials. time. millennials. Who knows? Yeah, Who guess, knows it? I guess they have the YouTube you know what I was thinking about the other day? They, we just finished watching that Survivor, Millennials versus Gen X, and for the most part, like, that whole construct was so shitty and gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was all like, well, Millennials, you know, they just they just don't work, and they're always on their MacBooks. Um, but guess what? Oh, spoiler alert. If you want to watch it, then don't listen to this next part. A fucking Millennial won it. So guess what, Gen X? Eat my butt. Eat my whole butt. <laughs> Eat my whole butt and my butthole. Well, they did have a Gen X person make it to the final three. Ooh, wow. Way to go. But he wasn't clever enough. He didn't have that ingenuity. He wasn't flexible enough. He wasn't, he didn't have, you know. God, they leaned on it so hard in those first few episodes. so fucking hard. Just like, oh, Gen I bet X. You miss your, I bet you miss your iPhones. Uh, who was it? Jeff Probst was like, oh, you know, millennials might just take a, a long sentence and turn it into uh, an emoji. Okay. Whereas Gen X people might want to spell out the whole sentence. I bet you miss your tablet computers. That was awful. Okay. Uh, next up, Ida Marie. Hello, Ida Marie. From Harlingen, Texas. Uh, 23, a sales manager. If you could be any fruit or vegetable, what would you be? She oh. said oh. strawberry. Okay. They are sexual and taste great with wine. <laughs> They are sexual. Can I get those sexual straw, the extra mm. sexual strawberries that you have? Put those grapes away. Those Put those are, grapes away. Well, no, grapes are exceedingly sexual. They just not like, like strawberries. No, dude. I would argue that even more so. Yeah, they're just like little nipples. <laughs> oh god, that's so gross. No, babe, it's exceedingly Ooh, sexual. I hate it. Why? I hate it. No, don't hate it. Ooh. It's very sexual. We have all these grapes in our fridge right now, and now I'm not going to want to eat them. More grapes for me. <laughs> My master plan unfolded. Um, okay. Next, we actually have a Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Jamie is 28, New Orleans. Uh, she is a chef. Oh, that's fun. We don't have that many. Uh, 
Has there ever been like a chef that has been like sort of featured in any way? I'm excited about it. Oh, if you're a chef and you want to be on fucking a reality show, like you are going to go to Top Chef or Master Chef or something. She said her biggest accomplishment was that she got to cater the Oscars. Hell yeah, Jamie. How cool is that? Uh, She said if she really wanted to impress a man, uh, she could bench press him with his her legs. Okay, Jamie. Uh, powerful jamie powerful she did say chef depending jamie. she did say depending on how much bigger he is than me but well, i imagine that goes without saying if it's like an 800 pound <laughs> i imagine person, she could do nick easy though oh nick is nick is a slight man this this he's i mean he's a milk-fed beauty but he's still he's still you know stiff wind picks him up okay so now we have two jasmines we have a jasmine b and a jasmine g how fucking go to be a jasmine from bachelor in canada i mean it would break up her and kevin and that would be too bad but just what if she was on this one? Um, I know. I miss her. She's still listening to our show, by the way. I know. She, she left us a sweet comment when we had our baby. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine B. is from Tacoma. Uh, she's a flight attendant. Her favorite author, Steve Harvey. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, kind of a weird <laughs> My reaction was like very tempered there because I, while I enjoy the work that the man does on the show Family Feud from time to time... He also harbors not so great opinions about things. Well, and things. also, if you're thinking author, that's the thing. Like on Family Feud, I feel like we don't get those not so great opinions on yeah. certain things. And maybe in his book, he really is given the sort of runway says, he needs to let says, those ideas take flight. She says he dishes out great advice on success and relationships. All right, all right. Jasmine G, twenty nine, San Francisco. She's a pro basketball dancer. Uh, if you could be anyone else for a day, who would it be? She says, Guy Fieri. <laughs> he can cook. He gets to travel and eat food from all over the country, and he is hilarious. Okay, straight Wait, up. let me finish. Please. I'm the girl version. <laughs> girl Fieri. <laughs> oh, yes. And that is the name of our episode. <laughs> Girl Fieri. Okay, can I say something about Jasmine G? Because I was so, now I want to know everything about her. She lives in San Francisco. Okay, uh, height 5'7". Cool. She got a couple tattoos. Uh, lunch with three people. Live or dead, what would you order? RuPaul, Dave Chappelle, Prince. I would order pizza. A uh, fucking yes. Hello, Jasmine I G. I know. Okay, I know. Jasmine G. Yes, absolutely. Also, Girl Fieri is the best possible answer because we would all be living like Guy Fieri if it wouldn't kill us in 48 hours. Are you kidding can me? Can I see her picture again? I don't remember what she looks like, and now I, I can picture his girl Fieri. Okay. She doesn't look anything like doesn't Guy Fieri. Doesn't look anything like Guy Fieri. No, as good as that would have been if she had like spiky blonde and like hair, a backwards visor, backwards goggles yeah. on. Jasmine G is my new front runner. She is the best of all time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Lunch with with Rupe. I almost said Ron, Ron Paul and Dave <laughs> Chappelle and Prince. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Now it's time for Josephine. Josephine is 24 from Santa Cruz. She's a registered nurse. If you could be any fruit or vegetable, which one would you be? Josephine said, something disgusting so nobody eats me. Another smart answer from Josephine. I kind of missed the point of the question, though. No, it didn't. The question isn't about surviving. It's just about what fruit you think No, this is like some you. Kobayashi Maru shit where it's like, the um, it's the least obvious answer is... Is you're supposed correct- to pick a fruit that like you think is what would you like to be if I'm going to be transformed into a fruit? Okay, here's what I'll say: I Griffin would turn into a banana. Somebody would see me, be like, mm, "Banana, pick me up and eat me." Now I'm dead. No. If Griffin. I said like, "Oh, I am a rotten durian that has been laying on the ground in the hot sun for two months," no, you say something like, "Oh, I'd be a kiwi because I'm because I'm soft and no, sweet." Babe, no, a kiwi. I would find that. And I would party down and eat it. Now you're dead. You're not going to win the show because you're dead. I'm a rotten durian. You, even if you pick me up, you think, "What is this thing?" You pick me up and I got a powerful stink. You put me right back down. Ha ha ha! I live to see another day. What fruit would you be, babe? Ah. Uh... A lot of women said pineapple, which I thought was kind of fun. Is that what you'd be? No. Okay. No. Um, one one woman said onion too, which I thought was kind of funny and kind of like kind of standard. I guess so. You'd get like sautéed. Um, I would say maybe watermelon. No, you're dead, babe. I would eat you. I would eat you up. Some people really like watermelon, but some people don't, and I feel like that's true with me too. I w- wait. What that you? Some people don't like me. No, everybody likes you. Uh, 
But I'm saying that everybody, enough people like watermelon that they would see you and cut you open into little pieces and eat you and spit your guts out and you'd be dead. And I'd be there hoping that my durian wife would come find me, but she she transformed into a watermelon and now she's gone and dead and eaten. I, you got to think about this stuff, baby. We, we have a child now. Okay. Survival is important. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, we have Christina, 24, Lexington, Kentucky. She's a dental hygienist. She said her favorite television show was Ninja Warrior. Hell yeah. Which I just brought up because I like Ninja Warrior, and I think more people should be open and honest about liking that show. It's a fun show. A I fun like watching show to feats watch. of strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It feels very American to watch that show, even though well, it's not um, an American no, show. No, not even close. But I just feel like a lot of Olympic spirit. I mean, I American Ninja Warrior is an American show, I guess, technically. Yeah. But it's, it's better than Wipeout. I don't want to watch people get no. hit in the balls with a pie. No. <laughs> I want to watch them like get thrown around this big column, but then persevere. Yeah, exactly. Casey, Casey, what's her face? Doing her thing strong? Wonder yeah. Woman? Yeah. yeah. Powerful. I love these powerful women. I was proud of her. Proud of her. Okay. Next up, Lacey, 25, from Manhattan. She's a digital marketing manager. Uh, her date fear is not going to lend itself well to this show. Says, what is your biggest date fear? She says that he's going to go on another date right after. <laughs> she says that has happened before. Oh, it's gonna happen again a lot. Yeah, though. Lacey, this is this is like our friend Shannon from season one of The Bachelor. Like, but Shannon didn't know. She didn't know how it was gonna work. Are we work. friends now with Shannon? With Shannon? No, nobody's reached out to us. <laughs> um, this is, yeah, that's that's not that is not going to. So ha- I, I predict mm. she's going to have some hard times. If you could be any fruit or vegetable, which one would you be? She said, "Apple, a little tough on the outside, but sweet inside." Are apples tough on the outside? Yeah, because <laughs> people just bite right into those damn things. Yeah, I guess if you have weak teeth, mm, tough apple. You don't like biting into an apple. You like to have it sliced up. Well, no, because it could be nails or staples or something in there. Or worms, ooh, Cater- a little caterpillar made a home in there. I might eat one. Of the- I might bite into it, and I look inside, and it's a little Richard Scary car. No, no, it's adorable. But I've destroyed the car, and I've probably killed the sweet worm inside. <laughs> okay, so next up we have Lauren. Only one Lauren this season. There's not a lot of repeat names. Uh, Lauren is 30 from Naples, Florida. She's a law school graduate. She also likes dolphins. Uh, her best date memory is very, um, very cagey. She just says, great dinner, conversation, and mini golf. That's her best date memory. That's your best date memory. That's the best date she's we went ever to had. TGI Fridays. <laughs> we had a very nice conversation about about Medicaid. And, and we then, played miniature golf. And then we went out and we did some good putt-putt. That is her best date. I she's, love putt-putt, though. I know, I do, too. It's a good date. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. It just seems like very nonspecific. To be 30 years old and to have your best date be dinner. We ate some dope food, and I remember and we talked golf. about some cool stuff. And then I, I you know, then I posted up a 51. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Michelle, 24, Los Angeles. She's a food truck owner, which I thought was kind of cool. Fuck yeah, that's a cool one. If you could have lunch with three people, alive or dead, who and what would you order? And then she kind of does it different. So, you know, before we had the RuPaul and the yes. Prince... Uh, she kind of assumes that she gets to pick a person and a meal with each person. Okay, so let's see. Let's rate. Let's rate her choices and also the food that she has picked. Now, for these I want to remind you: these are three people alive or dead. Okay. She says Dumbledore, <laughs> <laughs> who was who was never alive. So I guess we yeah, can say he's really dead. Give, they don't give you fictional as an option, but she goes for it Why with Dumbledore. He's dead. Like he's dead. Like he's. He's he's a dead character. He I was never so. alive. So she says, Dumbledore, Sunday roast. Mmm, a magical roast this is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Gwen Stefani, tacos. <laughs> These tacos have me feeling hella good. Is this Dumbledore's hat? Was he here earlier enjoying a Sunday do these, roast? Do these tacos have B-A-N-A-N-A-S in them? <laughs> No, that'd be crazy. Why would does, they have this, does this taco have spider webs? I, I could go for a while. I could <laughs> this go taco while. has spider webs on it. Did you get these tacos from a tragic kingdom? Oh, babe. All right. Anyway, so she's a food truck owner, so that's probably why she said tacos. Uh, and then Princess Diana, fish and chips. Fish and chips, go for me, Princess Di. 
So I think Michelle's going to be a character. I have a feeling. Yeah, because Michelle. this is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. I want to have a Sunday roast with Dumbledore, followed by tacos with, no doubt, Gwen Stefani, followed by reviving Princess Diana for a, 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 a bout of fish and chips. Yeah. Okay, next up, Olivia, 25, from Anchorage, Alaska. She is an apparel sales representative. Okay, so you work at J. Crew. That's fine. Um... What's the most outrageous thing you've ever done? She says, trying out for her high school football team and becoming the kicker. Which that was kind of cool. That is cool. Although I'm thinking about that question now, and the answer should invariably be trying out for The Bachelor and apparently making it. Oh, well, wait for it. Somebody does give that kind of answer. Oh, tight. Uh, Rachel is 31 from Dallas. She's an attorney. Her serious fear of an animal includes anything that flies including hmm. birds and grasshoppers. Um, we should. I want to talk about something, and I don't really know the best way to talk about it, um, but there are a lot of women of color in this mix. Like, a I lot. That. Uh, compared to, I, I mean, I guess it's all subjective, but compared to previous seasons, uh, there's, there's a ton, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see that. I don't, I mean, we don't know if it means that maybe more women of color are trying out or if they're, you know, being more thoughtful about selecting a more representative group, but it's nice to see. Yeah, sure. Uh, Raven is 25 from Hoxie, Arkansas. She's a fashion boutique owner. And I guess all the women got asked if they had a fear of aging and if they're doing anything to prevent it. Because she says uh, she's not doing anything, but then she says, quote, oh, I'm sure I'll use cosmetic procedures to my advantage, but tastefully done. That's why everybody, nobody says, like, give me some, cr- know, give right? me some whack Cruella oh, de ass. I'm going to go so hard. I'm going to have cheeks that are bigger than my head. I want to look completely busted up there, yes, but not <laughs> o- not old, but like, you know how some people, they don't look old, but they just look crazy busted because they have like a bunch of like, they have like a spoiler up there installed or something. Their skin is so tight that you can, you can see. Um, yeah. I want to, I want to get stretched out like that Doctor Who lady. That's all just the skin face that scares Griffin still to this day. That's what I, that's actually what I'm going for. I'd actually like to avoid that and have it be tasteful and good. <laughs> yes, I will have it, but it will be very good. Not like the bad surgery you see sometimes. Uh, only one Sarah uh, this season. Sarah, 26, from Newport Beach. Which is oh, exciting. what's up? OC. Bum, 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 bum. She's a grade school teacher. The most outrageous thing she's ever done, she says, quote, maybe this. Okay, Sarah. Yeah. There you go. That's right. Uh, or... Or moving to New York with three dollars, two bags, and one me. I like that. I, I like that was Sarah. Cute. I like Sarah. You think she's gonna have like that? Maybe she's gonna be like a summer. No, I hope she's not like Marissa. I hope she's like summer. Yeah, me too. One time we tried to go. The OC's like probably my favorite. Uh, How many times have you watched that show? I'm on number four right now, so it has been Rachel and I. Henry hasn't been sleeping good at night uh, ever since he's been born, and so because he's a month old. Yeah. You're always making excuses for his bad behavior. I'm just saying. Um, so my jam, when Rachel's sleeping and I take Henry sort of out of the room to walk him around at 3 to 6 in the morning, I'll just dip into some OC. And I've watched an unconscionable amount of that show in the last, like, no joke, three seasons in a month. And I'm almost at the end. So anyway, one one year Don't we Don't spoil anything. Oh, I won't. One year we went to Max FunCon at Lake Arrowhead in, uh, in outside of L.A., and we tried to go to Newport Beach. We went to Newport Beach where the show's shot in Redondo Beach. Yeah, we got to Newport Beach and we looked around and we we're like, this doesn't seem like the OC. And then we did a little research. Turns out Redondo. Damn it. Mm. And it's right next to the airport. We fucking blew it. But anyway, maybe she's like a summer, or maybe like a Taylor. Did you ever turn around on Taylor Townsend by the end of the you series? You know, I was watching a little with you the other morning and, and I like her more this time. She's great. She just she's she's great. She's a lot. She's great. Uh, Susanna is twenty six from San Diego. She's an account manager. Also likes the Little Mermaid. Uh, I, I so I want you to help me figure out what this scene is that she's setting. Okay. So they're asked what their most embarrassing moment is, and she said, "When I tried to look sexy picking up a pen." In front of my high school crush and banged my head into the table. 
So how would one... That's a loud soda, and I apologize. Should I wait for the fizz to go down? I want to talk about how delicious Coca-Cola is so we can get those sponsorship dollars. How would one try to look sexy picking up a pen? I mean, you want to see? Yes. Okay, so... I'll describe what Griffin's doing. Okay, let me find a pen. I mean, you don't have to use a pen. Uh, Here's a screwdriver. Okay. Why do I have a fucking screwdriver at my desk? I don't know. I'm not a plumber. All right, so so Griffin now... Griffin is standing up. Uh, So I'll walk in and be like... Oops. Okay, he dropped it. All right, now he's he's pushing his butt against the microphone. <laughs> okay, really wiggling it. Really wiggling it. Okay, well, those are those are some nice meundies. Um <laughs> uh, I dropped it again. <laughs> okay. No, now he's doing push-ups. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is harder to do than I remember. <laughs> okay, now he's laying on the ground. And um, really, really showing off the meat. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's I could see that's that would be effective. That would be effective. I got comfortable down here. <sighs> and so the embarrassing part of that would have been if, if you had hit your head on the table. Right. If I or if anybody had seen me do it, except you, my wife. Sorry, I hit the mic. That probably was not a good audio experience for anybody. Okay. Now I have to move. All right. So that's Susanna. I'm really tired now from those two push-ups I did. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. Turned you on, though, didn't it? For sure. (laughs) Okay. Taylor, 23, from Seattle, is a mental health counselor. Oh, these are the final three women. Mm Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I like Taylor's answer to this question. Okay. If you really want to impress a man, what would you do and why? Number one, be myself. Mm. Number two, be open and authentic. Number three, look bomb. That's really like good, that. Taylor. I like that. It's true. You gotta be. You gotta be yourself in order. Mm-hmm. Like, you, how can nobody can love you until you love yourself or something? Gotta be yourself. Be open and look. And bomb. Look, but look, but do look bomb though. Mm-hmm. Like, be the you you want to be, but make sure you're looking bomb while you do it. Uh, Vanessa, twenty nine from Montreal, is a special education teacher. Do you have any phobias? She answered, sharks slash bees. Well. That's a great answer. Can I tell you why? You see a bee's nest hive thing, and you because you're looking for, I don't know, honey or something, and the bee hive falls down, and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of bees chasing you. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You run and jump into the water, safe from the bees, but now there's sharks in the water. So you have this one-two punch of there's nowhere safe to go. There's nowhere safe to go. See, I interpreted that sharks slash bees as like a shark-bee hybrid. That's ridiculous. That can't exist. It's fun to think about, though, isn't it? A little bit? It's fun to use your imagination to think about Mm -hmm. it, though. I like it, babe. Okay. Our last lady. The final woman. Whitney, 25, from Chanhassen, Minnesota, is a Pilates instructor. Do you have a serious fear of any kind of animal? Now, this is going to be the woman that overcomes her fear this season, because her fear is horses. You guess what, Whitney? You're going to go on a horse date. You're going on a horse date immediately. Yes. Those are our 30 ladies. I, who do you like? Who's, who's your front runner? I mean, I told you who I like. I like Brittany. Brittany is good. Yes. I think Brittany's going to be a good fit. Um, I like. Danielle M. Danielle M. Yes. Uh, Liz, I like the doula. I think (laughs) she'll do pretty well. Jasmine G. Definitely. Yes. With answers like that, I think Michelle's going to do well. Michelle. Michelle is oh, food the truck food owner. truck owner. I think that's great. I think that's really fun. I think I think you'd get a kick out of that. I think if you're a food truck owner, owner you have to be interesting, and you also have to be like determined, you know? Uh, so I will say, on a season where Nick is 36, how many women are over 30? Did I you- think two. Do you happen to notice? I think two, maybe three. Uh, so let's see. There is Daniel M is 31. Well, don't put these women on blast. Well, they put themselves on blast. Uh, and then we have Lauren, who is 30. So that's two. Rachel is 31. That's three. Uh, and then that's it. That's it. Okay. So three. Nick, three, one out of <laughs> Third, three, one, one out of ten, <laughs> one tenth of the women are uh, yeah 
Okay. All right, Nick. All right, Nick. All right, Nicholas. Mr. Nick, you remember how optimistic we were? What if this is an older batch of women? Nope. Nah. Uh, yeah, so those are the 30 women. That's your bachelor. Chris Harrison's probably going to be there a little bit sometimes, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if he follows the trend, he'll be there even less than previous seasons. How to watch the show. It's on Mondays still, right? Are they yes. doing that Sunday, Monday, back-to-back bullshit? I don't know, but typically Monday. Know. Check your local listings. Yes, Monday at... Uh, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Yes. Uh, there's the ABC. Ro- ABC. The RoseReckoner.com is a great platform that uh, a, a listener of ours uh, put together. Uh, if you're looking for something as as an app, uh, ESPN Fantasy now has a fantasy football style four, four, app. Four twenty. It's four twenty right now. I just thought I'd tell you that, babe. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Like awesome. Um, so if you're looking to just do a bracket. You can do the ESPN app, and you can do like a bracket as a mobile app on your phone, which would be fun. Uh, but if you want to go more granular, week by week, point based system, then uh, hook up, hook hook up with the Rose Reckoner. We'll be doing we'll be doing something similar. Yeah, we're to probably going to be doing that because it is yeah. it is kind of a drag to like keep keep score yourself while also taking notes on the show for the podcast that you. And do. if you're like, oh, I don't have a fantasy team, but I really want to do this. Uh, last season, anyway, people created their own little teams in our Facebook group, so. Hit up our Facebook group and uh, find some buddies. Create a team. Um, we have gotten so many gifts around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you to some folks. Uh, Alexa or Alexis Wells uh, sent us a very nice blanket. Uh, Megan and Ian uh, sent us a little uh, handmade lovey that was really sweet. Uh, Sarah sent us a blanket. Uh, Erica sent us a blanket. We are we have so many beautiful, beautiful blankets. And we're going to use all of them. And thank you all very, very much for yeah. those. And then just recently, we got some Tervis tumblers from uh, Madeline Riley. Um, and I had forgotten about this. We talked about this on uh, Robbie's season. Um, they're wine glass Tervis tumblers. Uh, and she went ahead and bought some for us. Who the fuck is Robbie? You remember the contestant Robbie, the swimmer? No. Robbie? Yeah. Robbie. He he was on um JoJo's season and he was a swimmer and um I don't really remember much else about him. Robbie. But he obviously made it to hometowns cuz they went to Florida and had the wine Robbie, glass Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. <laughs> he also had the haircut that Jordan Robbie, Rogers yeah, had. Yeah, Robbie. Okay. I'm excited to see. Let's. Oh, also, thanks to Wednesday Sophia, who just sent us. Now, that's what I call. Uh, that's what I call today's Christmas. Yeah. So they add that today's in there. Uh, this has. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Let me run through this track list real quick because I did not look at this. I appreciated the novelty of it. Not that it's kind of a banger. I bet uh, it is. Number one, who's that opening up with a song called Mittens, which I guess is that Raindrops on Roses song, right? Is that song just called Mittens? How's no, that's Christmas called a few song? of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Carly Rae Jepsen doing that one. Thank you, oh, my, that's fun. my queen. Got some Justin Bieber, a mistletoe train, shake up Christmas. I heard fucking that uh, that that hook from this Christmas, the Donny Hathaway yeah, I think, yeah, song. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Heard that? I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. Train covered it. It was a train cover of. I'm sorry. It was awful. One Republic. Coldplay, Christmas Lights. That could be fun. Nora Jones, Sarah Bareilles, Gavin DeGraw, the Christmas song. Welcome back, Gavin DeGraw, <laughs> into the national conversation. <laughs> a lot of good stuff on here. Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, please come home for Christmas. It does end with Trans-Siberian Orchestra, but you can always eject the CD when you hit track 18. <laughs> thank you very much for that CD. Yeah, and thank you to everybody that sent us holiday cards, too. We, yeah. got, we got a whole lot of holiday we, cards. I... I, I some people send like we get a lot a lot of stuff in and so if you sent us something and we didn't uh acknowledge it I, i'm i am genuinely sorry we get like a shit ton of stuff in that p.o box they've had to start like putting it in other p.o boxes and leaving us keys in our p.o box to the other p.o box <laughs> oh we also got an amy's ice cream gift card from the woman that ran into you at the restaurant oh yeah thank you very much she thank wrote a very, very sweet that. note and yes. thank you so much for listening uh okay that's oh how do you feel let's real quick in like a minute are you excited for next season? How do you feel like it's going to go? What do you think is going to be the highlights? Do you think it's going to be yucky? I Here's what I... Here, I'll say what I'm hoping for. What are your hopes and your dreams? What kind of animal do you want to be? 
I really enjoyed Nick as a um, commentator on Bachelor in Paradise. He was a very good audience surrogate. And sometimes if you get that in the, if you get that in the like host role and as the bachelor or bachelorette, like somebody who's talking about like what it's like to actually be on the show in that moment, like it can be really, really good. I want her to rise up or sorry, I want Nick to rise up to the ranks of Jasmine and his ability to articulate what is happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always really appreciate that in a bachelor bachelorette. So I will say I will say that is a hope for me. I don't think he's going to be especially good with the women just based on previous History. experiences. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he will succeed in in wooing some ladies, mm. but I just don't know that he's going to be able to give them what they need. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Um I have no expectations for this season basically whatsoever. I think I think I'll say this. Uh and maybe I'll eat my hat. Maybe it'll be like the grossest season ever. Um, but based on the like final dudes from Jojo season, I cannot imagine any of them doing a better job at this than, than Nick is going to do. I cannot imagine a, sorry, Luke fans, but I can't imagine a Luke led one being good. I totally forgot that was even an option. Robbie. It could have been Chase. Robbie, who I now chase, like, no, I just can't imagine anybody from that from that from jojo season doing this and doing a good job of it with yeah. nick at least i think it'll be it'll th- i think it'll be interesting because he's yeah. a, he's an entertaining he's, enough yeah dude. he's a fun guy um and if he could just keep it in his fucking pants for like a minute <laughs> just like l- limit the dalliances that's all i'm gonna say nick mm. you come to this podcast for advice and keep the dalliances under control mm-hmm. or cloak them Ben Flajanic was like dallying and sensing like all the time <laughs> but you didn't hear about it in the bloids <laughs> Check the dalliances, you milk-fed beauty. Milk-fed. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> milk-fed beauty. We'll see you in 2017. Anything else, babe? Thank you all for... This is our first... This is the end of our first year as a podcast. Yeah, that's true. It was very fun. Thank you guys for listening. We have we have a lot of listeners, and it's exciting to share this journey with you. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. This journey of joy. Um, thanks to your parents who have Henry out of the room right now, yeah, so we Grandma can really talk loud. Are watching our boy right now, who just turned a month old on Christmas. Your grandma and grandpa just turned a month old. <laughs> That's fun. They're Benjamin Buttons. That's fun. They're Benjamin Buttons. Uh, oh, and and happy Hanukkah to those that are celebrating. Happy right Hanukkah now. to our Hanukkah celebrating friends, and mm-hmm. a, a warm Happy New Year, Happy Holidays in general. I know a lot of people are kind of there's apparently some sort of drama about that I, that I don't really I don't really get about what just the put the is the Chris is the is the Starbucks cup red or green this year? I don't mm-hmm. know, but I'm angry about it. That's what <laughs> you know. We we are not we are not angry about this year. We, I'm just saying. We had we had a good year. I, I know that a lot a lot of stuff happened this year and continues to happen. But uh, today it happened. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but, but um, but we we had a good podcast and a good we had baby a good podcast and a great baby. Griffin made a TV show. Made a TV show. Yeah, it's, it's been nice to the McElroys, but it's been also been fucking terrible. But next but, year gonna be great. Nick, all time best, all time. <laughs> Danielle M was that her name? I don't remember, but I'm excited about her. Yeah. Gonna get in there, do her thing. Everybody's gonna be. It's just gonna be a great TV show. Light. It's gonna be a light year. We're gonna. Get, it's gonna be this time next year, and we're gonna be like, what a light year that was. God, I hope so. Mm, a light one. Is it December already? Huh. This one just flew by. With all, it's so nice. I hope so. Oh boy, I hope so. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. Till next time. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Final rose. Stay with us on this journey of joy. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right reasons, right reasons,